This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Don't forget, that lab's still open. That lab is still conducting viral research. It won't surprise me at all if the military is still inside that lab. And this administration has literally done nothing to say, no, you have to at the very least shut down the place that it is likely this virus came from. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. That was Mike Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, News Talk 550, KTSA. COVID, 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 Delta Schmelta, masks, masks, masks. Here we are. Right back to it. I, you know, last night, I, uh, I, my daughter has been with me for a couple of weeks here. She lives in Colorado. Uh, yeah, she's a hippie. And, uh, I, well, she is. She's a hippie. <laughs> I love her. She's a hippie. Um, and, uh, I had to take her to the airport last night, which is always kind of a sad thing to do. And I, you know, I forgot that you gotta have a mask to go into a stinking airport. Cause I, usually what I do is I take her in. You know, we hang out, we go, I take her to the head of this, you know, to the security place. And I cry my eyes out as she goes through security and, and, and disappears off to her, whatever gate she's at. And it's like a tradition. And I for, I didn't even think about the mask thing. So, you know, it was all right. We hung out in the, in the, in the parking area and stuff like that. that, that you know, that, that was fine. But, you know, I, I'm just rediscovering how much I despise these freaking masks. Uh, and, and I, you know, I, I know we can get it. We'll, we'll get in. I, I want to talk about this pandemic thing because now we're talking about mass mandates again. You got Greg Abbott out there saying, nope, not in Texas. Use some personal damn responsibility. Make up your own minds. Uh, frankly, I think everybody's playing freaking politics with this thing. And I think that's what's poisoned this entire, our entire pandemic response since day one. I think Trump, and I'm not being a hack. I think Trump was the only one that had, in a sense, a clear mind about this thing. Uh, you know, and, and here we go again. We're, we're talking about lockdowns again. We're, uh, Biden, uh, you know, in that town hall without a town last night. <laughs> what the, why does he just blue screen it? You know what I mean? Just put his ass in a, in a blue screen room somewhere and just, you know, just project wherever he's supposed to be. Cause when you actually put him in some place and it's empty, it's kind of pathetic. Just him and Don Lemon and Don Lemon's cologne. That's all that was there last night. You know, there's no American flags also. Anyway, not a single American flag. Um, and he's talking about, well, you know, kids under 12 are going to have to mask up. Kids uh, are going to have to get vaxxed before they go into, before they go back to school. Let's screw up another generation of kids. Why not? We did it last year. Let's have another go at it. And... Yeah, I say this all the time. People ask me because I'm a talk show host and I got, you know, I, they figure I got my noggin in the news every day, which I do, you know, and they ask, well, what do you think? And I, when it, about the pandemic, about the Delta variant, my kid was asking me, you know, and about, uh, 
uh, you know, so we go on lockdown again, and masks, uh, you know, and, and I'm sorry, my only logical, the only possible response I can give you or anybody else as far as what I think about COVID or the Delta variant or all of this stuff is, I don't know. And I'm not being a jerk. I'm being serious. I don't know. I don't. Okay, the the guy who was the go-to guy on this virus for the past, you know, year and a half, two stinking years, okay, has been consistently lying as far allegedly, just to toss that in there, but you know. Anyway, allegedly has been lying his ass off about the funding for this, uh, this gain-of-function stuff at Wuhan, about his participation in that, his support of that. Uh, he's gone back and forth on masks. Originally, don't wear a mask. You're just going to uh, encourage yourself to touch your stinking face. You spread the COVID. Okay, so he's full of crap. Uh, all the people in power right now, when it was Trump's vaccine, didn't want you to take it. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Well, I'd have to think real twice about taking Trump's vaccine. I mean, they didn't tell people not to take it, but by virtue of the opinions they were putting out there, well, I don't know. It's coming from Donald Trump. It might kill you. It might have bleach in it. You know. And now, because it's their vaccine, take the vaccine! You're not being a good American if you don't take Remember Kamala yesterday? Jesus would want you to take the vaccine. You know, I mean, in so many words, if you believe in Jesus... She said, you know, and, and I love people who try to, like, get get all biblical on you, and you can kind of tell they've never actually read the Bible. They only know the love thy neighbor thing. <laughs> that was Kamala you know, the other day. I heard Mark Lee and Van Camp and Robbins playing that audio, wherever the hell she was. I don't know. We haven't actually seen her, but uh, what was it, Chris? It was, <laughs> you know, if you truly love your neighbor, you'll get vaccinated. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> It actually says, love your neighbor as yourself. It's a slightly different dynamic in full context. Uh, so it, now that it's their vaccine, they want everybody to, t- to take it, right, Chris? It's your it's your patriotic stinking duty. It's what Jesus wants you to do, and Moses, too. Let's toss him in there, too, for the Jews. You know, you Jewish folks who aren't from Israel got to take that vaccine as well. If you're from Israel, you, you suck. <laughs> you're an oppressor. Uh, you know, but, but when a bunch of jackass Democrats from Texas take off without masks, you know, suddenly, well, you know, yeah, a few of them got the, 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 the COVIDs because, you know, even the vaccine isn't perfect. I thought you told me it was my patriotic stinking duty to get the stinking vaccine. Here's my point. I don't know. I don't know what the reality of this thing is. Uh, I, I can tell you one thing. I'm not going back to Lockdownville. <laughs> I'm not going to go live my life like that again. I'm just not. I got a car battery hanging off my shoulder as a result of the last 14 months. I'm not going back to full-on pandemic-y life. I'm, I'm just not because I don't know. I don't know what the reality of this thing is at all. It is impossible to form a, a logical, reasonable opinion on the pandemic based upon the information we have been given, based upon the people giving the information over the past two years or however long it's been. Almost two, I guess almost two years, right, Chris? Chris's math is always better than mine. So I don't know. 
I know that, and you know, okay, where I have to wear it and I have to go, I'll I'll do it. Like I have to go to the doctor. I have to make my medical appointments. I, I have, I, I really, honestly have no choice. I really have to go. Uh, I had an appointment yesterday, and I got to wear the stinking mask. I hated every single second of it. As soon as I walked out of that clinic, I yanked the mask off, man. Because I don't know. Because I already know the masks that most of us are wearing don't work. Because that's what the experts uh, told us at the very beginning. First thought, best thought. Remember, you're Jack Kerouac. Okay. First thought, best thought. Fauci had originally said the masks don't work. Then it actually has a negative effect on you. Unless you have one of these freaking, you know, professional $800 medical masks. That piece of paper crap with that bandana you're wearing doesn't do a damn thing, man. That's that's not me. That's what the experts have said. Okay, yeah, right, Chris. You're better off pulling your tidy whities over your schnoz. You know, you probably get more protection that way. Might smell about the same, you know, for some folks, especially those who vote for, you know, Democrats. Sorry. No, I'm not. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Vaccines, I don't know. I've already been vaccinated. You know, I mean, uh, should I, should I be afraid? I don't know. <laughs> what's real? What's not? I don't know. I don't. Do you? And 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 you know, one more thing I'll say because this came up on Where and Rhyme. I know Trey was dealing with this on on the five fifty KTSA morning news. This business of the mask doesn't protect you; it protects other people from you. That doesn't make any sense. That, to me, is like saying 2 plus 2 equals 7. It doesn't make any sense to say I'm... Because, first off, there's a level of sanctimony in that. I'm wearing my mask to save lives and protect other people. I'm saving lives. Eh. (laughs) I don't know. But the idea <laughs> protects other people from you, but doesn't protect you from you, doesn't make any day da- or other people. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any logical sense. So there's my opening statement. Uh, what do you think about the pandemic, uh, Sean? I don't know. I don't know, man. I got bad info all the way around. Two one. What do you think? Am, you know, uh, am I awful? You know, am I killing people? Two one zero five nine nine fifty. Like they are at Fox News. People are dropping dead left and right because of Fox News, and they're misinformation. And then we'll talk about vigaroons. Two one zero. Then we'll talk about. I'm actually a little more worried about the acid spitting scorpions. Now I, I got you know I got some stuff to say about the vigaroons. Is, is that how you pronounce it, Chris? Vigaroon. How do you say it? Vinegaroon. Vinegaroon. Like if it were shooting ketchup instead of vinegar, it'd be ketchup a rune. You also gotta watch out for the oil of rune. The what? The oil of rune. The oil of rune. Give them together, you got vinegar and oil of rune. <laughs> so what do you think about the pandemic? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's uh, Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. It's Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Okay, and we're talking about the pandemic. And, and what do you think? 
That's all I got. You know, I mean, for this segment, what do you, what do you, you can go back on lockdown. You're still wearing your mask. You think we need mandates. What do you think? Here's, uh, here's Ted. Ted, how you doing? Ted, how you doing? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you are, man. What do you think? I think I'm glad that you're back. And, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, I also think that, uh, you know, I carry a bag. I carry a big bag of uh, masks around my car with me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have masks, like, strategically placed everywhere just in case I run into, like, what you did at the airport. Right. It just it just happened to me at uh, Great Clips over the weekend, the one over there on Tezzle. Right. Uh, I walk up there, get my hair cut. Oh, they require masks. Mm. So you kind of still got to live with them. But here's what I'm wondering. How long will it be, Sean, before um, it's they figure out a way to blame Trump for the <laughs> ineffectiveness of the vaccines that were developed uh, in Operation Warp Speed against all the variants? Uh, I give it by the end of the day. <laughs> They're probably yeah, writing and, the and, notes. They're probably writing the minute. They're writing the uh, the uh, talking points right now. I hope I'm not giving them ideas, but but see, then they can then say, well, and now because we used those vaccines, it's going to be harder to develop an effective vaccine. Mm. And, and that'll and be Trump's so, fault, too. Yeah, because he rushed fault. it through. Right. Because he rushed yep, it through. Yep. No, yep. Yeah, give it time. <laughs> That's an excellent point, man. I appreciate the call, dude. All right, man. <laughs> Rock on. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, they'll they'll get around to that pretty pretty quickly. Especially after Biden's embarrassing. <laughs> Trey's right. Ass kissing fest with uh, Don Lemon last night. I don't care how you pronounce his name. Lemon fits him. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, you know. We'll see. I'm sure it, it's all Trump's fault and Trump supporters. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing, man? Good morning, sir. Hey. We're praying for you every day, and we'll continue to do so, sir. Thank Glad you, man. Back. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. The uh, <clears throat> the scheming Democrats, the fascist Democrats, were the first ones that denied the vaccine. They said, no, no, mm-hmm. no vaccine. Vaccine bad. Vaccine bad. And then what really, the minute they, they, they politicized it, I said, I'm out. I'm done. I, I know this is all politics. I, I didn't change anything about the way I lived my life. I've not been vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I never washed my hands more than I normally did. Only wore the mask when an employee of, a, of, of an establishment asked me to do so. If it was just some busybody, I just kept, right. kept my eyes focused straight and kept on going forward. Right on. Uh, but when they, when the Democrats, the fascists in this country started shutting down equal and open conversation and discussion and debate about the vaccine about the about the 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 virus about about the mask when they started shutting down open conversation open debate open discussion when they started deplatforming doctors who wanted to talk about hydroxychloroquine right. when they started deplatforming doctors and professionals and scientists who said who had a, another opinion that's when i was really confirmed that i am making the right decision this right. is all politics there's nothing here based on reality because democrats cannot exist within the realm and boundaries of reality they cannot survive they cannot go forward you're absolutely right and again to quote elton john i've seen this movie before we've already just been through this i mean is it not 
lost on anyone, or is it lost on anyone that they're they're upgrading the the hype on the pandemic uh, as they continue, or I, I would assume start to really truly worry about the midterms and the fact that they probably won't get the uh, For the People Act passed and uh, and and abscond with uh, uh, your voting rights at the state level. You know, th- this is the playbook. This is the playbook. Get everybody back in masks. Get everybody locked down. Get the kids out of the schools. Make sure. Let's try it again. It worked the first time. Hey, they were successful. They they got a talking bowl of Jello elected to the Oval Office, okay, with the cheat and by using the pandemic, and they're trying it again. That's exactly what this is, and you know it, and I know it, Steve. Steve, I appreciate the call, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, man, and thanks for your well wishing and your prayers. Uh, coming up, I do want to talk about the acid spitting uh, uh, scorpions or spiders or whatever the hell they are. And and specifically for a reason, specifically for a reason, okay, about folks who grew up in Texas and folks who did not grow up in Texas. Beyond that, uh, well, how do you a vinegar oon? Is that Chris and I were trying to work out the pronunciation? A vinegar oon, which sounds like a Girl Scout cookie. Can I get a box of vinegar goons? Or like a, an appetizer at a Chinese restaurant, right? Can I get the crab vinegar runes instead of the egg roll? I'm just putting it out there. It's also a salad dressing. <laughs> That's how you can tell the people that don't read much, right? The restaurant. Hey, can I get a little bit more vinegar rune for this? Uh... For this house salad here. Don't skip on the croutons. Don't skip on the croutons, you jerk. All right. Uh, 210-599-5555. Vinegaroon talk coming up next. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. I'm Sean. Um, well, the animal kingdom is going crazy. It's the, it's the apocalypse. Chris was just telling me a story that... For the first time ever, chimpanzees are starting to attack gorillas. That just ain't right, man. Oh, kill them. They're lethal attacks. They're killing them. Chimps are killing gorillas. And you know what? I've had enough of your crap, King Kong. Three of my guys can take you down. Mr. Razorback, or Grayback, Silverback, whatever the hell. All right, so we got that going on. That's in South America somewhere. I'm going to kick your ass, King Kong. Hey, Mighty Joe, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass, too. You're a little smaller than Kong. I'm going to come after you next, me and my guys. <laughs> and make our own glue. We'll make our own glue. It's the king stinking Kong. Not top of the uh, food chain anymore, is he? No, I don't got a banana. Um, <laughs> and then we have the, we have the great vinegaroon uh, infestation. <laughs> Now, you know, okay, I got to be serious with you all here for a second. Okay, let me let me defend people who didn't grow up here, okay? Because I it, the vinegaroon is this acid this spider scorpion that shoots acid out of its ass. Well, not its ass, it's long whip. As the uh, the chick from CBS said, it's long whip. As if the whip wasn't enough, we'll shoot acid at you. It's from the base of the tail. It's from the base of the tail. So literally, it does shoot acid out of its butt, and it is acidic, not acetic. Okay, I'm just want to put that out there. It could be EPI. I don't know. What's EPI? Oh. 
happens to me at least every once, you know, every six months, especially if I eat some tortillas I shouldn't be eating. If I have too many chips and salsa, I, I go all vinegaroon on you. But here's the deal. Okay, it's become a social media thing, all right, because somebody took a damn picture of one of these things. And, I, I, I you know, Van Cam and Robbins and Marketing were talking about it yesterday. You know, it went viral. Uh, it's a national news story. Fox News reported on this damn thing. The vinegaroon is named for its ability to shoot acidic vinegar from its whip. Never thought I'd see that particular combination of words. And, you know, and in defense of, uh, you know, people who didn't grow up here, and I love, I'm never leaving, I love San Antonio, I consider myself an honorary Texan, at least that's what Kinky said, I'm an honorary Texan, but I didn't grow up here. And so all day long I'm getting crap from Glasgow and Trey Ware. Why is this a news story, Sean? Sean, why are you talking about that? It's a national story. Yeah, Vinegaroons, everybody knows about them. Duh. And Chris is like, duh. Who didn't know about Vinegaroons? Ding da dee da ding da dee da. You know, we all know we all know about vinegaroons. Yeah, they shoot acid out their butts. The hell's wrong with you people? You know, and I'm just saying. Well, I've never seen one. You know, that's it. That's all. It's it, you know, it's it's a matter of course for y'all. You know, but for those of us who didn't grow up here, I've never seen an acid shooting spider scorpion. I just you know, I just have it. I knew we got weird ass bugs here. When I lived in Austin, it was it was you know likely that when I went out got out of the shower, there was going to be a black scorpion crawling down my spine. You know, I mean that was normal. I mean, we're one step away from Australia here in Texas. It's buggy, reptiles and bugs, bugs and reptiles. All right, but you know, in, in defense of folks who who didn't grow up with the vinegaroon, <laughs> duh. Which again, I can't tell if it sounds like a <laughs> like a Chinese appetizer. <laughs> or a Girl Scout cookie, or something a pirate would say. Like that sound like something you'd want dudes on your boat, your ship to go loot something. Hey lads, you'll be swimming in vinegaroons. Sign on with me, yar. You'll be you'll be taking a bath in vinegaroons. Screw the crown, you know. But I just, I, I'm just saying, I never knew, I never knew what a, I, no, I've never, I didn't know we had acid shooting spider scorpions here. Duh. And Chris, they're actually spiders, aren't they? They're arachnids. They're not, they're not a hybrid. They're not like, <laughs> this, this ain't like, you know, in Appalachia where uh, some random tarantula decided to hook up with a scorpion, you know, and. Produced a whole new life form, you know. No, it's an actual freaking spider. Just like scorpions. Is a scorpion's a spider? Well, scorpions okay, are, Mr. Wizard. I didn't know that, Mr. Wizard. I didn't know they're all arachnids. Okay. But I, I don't care. I mean, it's not going to bug me. If I see it, I'll step on it. I mean, I just, I, just, I, I'm gonna, I don't know how you are, but I, I know so many people. Your foot will smell better. Because they smell bad, too. How the hell do you get close enough to an acid-shooting spider scorpion to sniff it, to go biting on it? How do you... Do they smell that damn bad? Because everybody say, do Trey, ah, they smell bad, too. Sorry, it's the acid shooting out of the butt that kind of worries me. If it needs a little deodorant, it's not my problem. But I'm just saying, okay, I don't. a lot of people are freaked out by spiders and bugs. 
spiders and insects do not bother me in any way, shape, or form because you can kill them. <laughs> it drives my, my wife is freaked out by bugs. You know, I see a hornet on the door. I just get out of here. Yeah, and I, primarily, it's because I, I did live in Colorado for nine years, and I, what what uh, what I the, the kinds of wildlife that freak me out because even snakes don't want nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? They they want to get as far away from you as possible as well. Okay, I lived in Colorado. The only thing that bugs me are large carnivorous animals that can outrun me, okay, and want to eat me and rip the crap out of me while they're doing it. That bugs me, okay? An acid-shooting spider, I got chanclas, splat. <laughs> you just step on them or kill them, man. That's all I got to do about insects. You just kill them. <laughs> These insects. These little. You just step on them and kill them. It's the chancla rune. <laughs> it's the chancla rune. It's the vinegar rune killing chancla. So I know it's not really much of a story here. <laughs> Chris is like shaking his head. But, you know, for those of us who didn't grow up here, it is kind of fascinating that a spider scorpion would shoot acid out its butt. <laughs> and I love the CBS story. where They only come out once a year for food and love. Oh, God. <laughs> you know how to swoon a vinegar room? What is this, Match.com for bugs? I'm just saying, food and love. So what do you like to do? Shoot acid out my butt? How about you? Not the same. <laughs> Spray party. Spray party. Vinegar room party. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be drowning in vinegar runes, lads. All right. So there's my take on the vinegar rune. <laughs> hey, I'm just sorry, but it, it's an acid-shooting spider. Shouldn't it have a name that's not quite so cute? You know what I mean? Shouldn't it be called, like, Devil Bug, you know, or, or something other than Vedigaroon? That's a Vedigaroon. All right. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107. I'm sorry, I'm a little foggy in my mind today, not because of the heart attack, but because I watched the final episode of Loki last night, and I'm just not sure what the hell's going on. I don't know what multiverse I'm in. What? What are you shaking your head about? No spoilers. I'm only on the second episode. I'm not going to tell you what happened, because I don't know what the hell happened. I'm marveled out, man. I'm, I'm just a little marveled out. I don't... <laughs> my family unit is, like, loving the show. And I'm watching it going, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a philosophy major, and I don't freaking understand. I'm trying to understand Owen Wilson in there. Yeah, Gina Marvel. Too. We're like, Owen Wilson? What the hell? So uh, there was a town hall last night on CNN, only the town didn't show up. It was just Joe and Don Lemon on a set. It's a hall. It was a CNN hall. <laughs> They they look like they shot it in a hall. They should have. Biden wasn't making any stinking sense as usual. I didn't watch it because I have too much self-respect. But I, I, I kept caught up on the so-called highlights. Do you have that audio of him rambling? Let's just hear, this is a, a fine bit of audio from last night. That's underway, just like the other question is illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't 
the, the, the experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going mm. to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Thank you for clearing that up, Mr. President. I was wondering, and I'm glad he was, you know, clarified uh, you know, the situation with the vaccines there. Actually, my, my, my honest response was, what? <laughs> what? That's your pre- you voted, did you vote? I mean, I know, I know some of you voted for him. Not, <laughs> I don't know how many non-humans voted for him or how many vinegaroons actually voted for the president, but uh, the current president, but, uh, you know... It, if you did vote for him, you're feeling pretty good. And uh, he 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 also talked about guns. And he look, let me before I get there, just just you know. Well, I'm sure a few voted for him. Is that your new eighty name million? For anybody you disagree with? Yeah, you damn vin- right it is. <laughs> you vinegaroon, you silly Democrat voting vinegaroon. You look scary, but you're not. But you know what? This sounds like an Irish singing group, doesn't it? Oi, <laughs> the Vinegaroons! <laughs> it's it's Red, Red O'Connor and the Vinegaroons! It's Red O'Connor and the Vinegaroons! Rum dum dum dilly dum dee dilly dum dee do! Rum dum dum dilly dum dee do! Tonight at Lawrence Welk, it's the Vinegaroons! Well, I'm just saying, a spider that shoots acid out of its ass should have a more frightening name than Vinegaroon, man. It's like Ketchup-a-roon. That's you know, it's things named after a damn condiment, or sometimes called a reduction. Um, I'm just you know, but the president, he's just if, if you support him, are you not seeing what the rest of us are seeing? What was that rambling bunch of gibberish, man? He doesn't, he don't make no sense. So do you think he's actually running the country? Or do you think some vinegaroons in the background are running the country? Well, your average Democrat shooting acid out their butt, you know, in a sense, they do that with their mouths. They do it verbally. They shoot acid and vinegar out of their mouths verbally. But maybe I'm just a racist. Have you ever noticed you've never seen... Uh, I don't know what this thought just popped into my head. Jerry Seinfeld, you ever notice? (laughs) Have you ever seen Megan Rapinoe and Rachel Maddow on the same screenshot? No, you haven't. Anyway. (laughs) Coinky dink. Um, I'm just saying the president doesn't make any sense. Did anybody watch that last night? I think the ratings were pretty crappy. Don Lemon, there's less to him than meets the eye. He's he's just, and to listen to the president kiss his ass. I'm not trying to be solicitous. <laughs> I'm not trying to be solicitous, but you tell it like it is there, Don. And then Don's got to respond. That's right, Mr. President. You're bent over. Mm, I love you, too. Smell this. Mm-hmm. Smell this. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so- <laughs> So I, I don't know. If you, we'll talk about guns when we get back at 10.05. It's Sean and the Vinegar Owens on News Talk 550. KTSA. The idea you need a weapon that can have the ability to fire 
20, 30, 40, 50, 120 shots from that weapon, whether it's a whether it's a nine millimeter pistol or whether it's a rifle, is ridiculous. Sean Rima, nine till eleven, News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. All right, News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Let's talk about guns. Man, what the president and that—that's from the town hall with a the hall last night on CNN. It was in a town there. It was just Joe and Don, Joe and Don kissing each other's ass, doing some butt kissing on CNN. And uh, you know, we we got several things going on with guns in America. First off, you and I are gonna be able to constitutionally carry in just a few weeks. Well, in a, about a little over a month. I told my wife, I said, if something from Amazon shows up, it's about as tall as me. Yeah, that's the new holster. <laughs> uh, but, you know, on the national level, you, you've been hearing, all, Don's been reporting on this, and it's, it, we've heard this on the national, that, that uh, Merrick Garland, your, your attorney general and the Justice Department are, uh, you know, suddenly they're concerned about violence in the cities. Uh, gun violence. And so... <laughs> to deal with the gun violence in the cities, they're going to start looking at other cities and states like Texas where they have less restrictive laws on purchasing and owning a weapon because those weapons are the weapons ending up in Chicago, you know, in all these cities committing these crimes. So they're not going to look at the root causes of violence in in the inner cities and in, in these crappy neighborhoods that are run predominantly by Democratic policies. And have been classically for generations. They're not going to, you know, look at the defund the police movement. They're not going to accept the reality that we already have laws on the books, <laughs> preventing the very thing they they say they're going to be looking into, to add additional laws. I guess to, I don't know what Chris make the original laws even worse, even more stronger. We're trying to save lives. Which is it's just kind of silly, because really what they're looking to do is they, they don't like states like Texas where you, you can own and purchase a weapon because it's your constitutional right. And they and they got to focus on states like Texas as well, because very obviously more laws on gun ownership doesn't do anything to stem the tide of illegal gun violence or gun violence in general. In fact, it seems to have, I might be crazy here, seems to have the opposite effect. So, so why, if, if, if the problem is ease of accessibility to weapons legally in other states that then make their way into these cities, then why don't you see these kinds of gun violence problems in the cities in those states? Why? Because that would stand to reason, right? All things being equal. So, it's really just a gun grab, you know, that's what it is. You know it, and I know it. And the president, in that bit of audio that we played a little while ago from the town hall last night, I, I laugh every time I call it that, um, it, it, is, it, the, it's the inversion of the Second Amendment that we hear, you know, on a daily basis from the left, which is the Second Amendment, your right, your constitutional right, inalienable, inalienable right to own a weapon and protect yourself, keep and bear arms. The heart of that, 
the heart of it, the meat of it, the substance of it, the content of it, is a, a direct reaction to how folks were living in the colonies under King George and how folks live in any other you know, imperialistic, oppressive society where the average citizen is not allowed to own weapons. Okay, it's, 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 first off, you, you exist on planet Earth, so you have a right to protect yourself. But the heart of that amendment, as in my interpretation, maybe I'm screwed up and don't know what I'm talking about, but it's so the government can't run your ass over. It's to be able to protect yourself and, in a sense, society and, in a sense, civilization from rogue fascist governments. And so if it, but the, but the interpretation from the left and they know they're it's it's intentional the interpretation from the left is well it's about home security it's about sportsmanship it's about hunting which it really has very little to do with in my in my from my perspective so if you reinterpret the second amendment to mean well it's just about like shooting pheasants and vinegaroons and uh you know and and collecting guns then you certainly can make a statement, well, why does anybody need a weapon that shoots this many rounds? Well, they can always tell you what kind of gun you don't need. They can't tell you what kind of gun you do need. Well, yeah. And, in fact, the whole conversation shouldn't exist to begin with. None of your damn business. That's the whole point. Because if the government can tell you what kind of a... Look, I'll just put it out. You and I know this already, but if there's the odd liberal idiot who might be monitoring this broadcast because they're masochistic, okay, here's the... Uh, here's the <laughs> Because they're self-loathing and they listen to me every day. Okay, here's the reality of it. If the if the government can tell you what kind of guns you can have, then the government can always outgun you. Well, That's the point. As far as the government's concerned, the only gun I need is an actual one. <laughs> right. Precisely. Hey, Mr. Bezos, when's my, when's my flamethrower getting in? You know, I mean, it's, you know, I can have whatever I want. <laughs> it's my choice. It ain't the government's choice, man. And if you want to talk about violence in America, yeah, violence is on the uptick. Odd that it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's on the uptick uh, 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 under a, a Democratic president, a Democratic administration in cities that are run by Democrats. Uh, they're, they're, they have this commission. They're obsessing about January 6th. Uh, you know, it, that, that wasn't an insurrection, man. And yet the good Americans who were peacefully protesting by firebombing uh, police precincts, taking over entire neighborhoods, federal buildings, government buildings, attacking police officers, sometimes killing them, sometimes killing other people, that wasn't an insurrection, right? So why do you have violence in the streets? Could it be the defund the police movement? Might that have something to do with it? Because one thing we've noticed is that in cities where they have a big effort to defund the police, or maybe they already have, wow, things get more violent. Duh. The hell's that got to do with my ability to own a weapon? Nothing. <laughs> it's got absolutely nothing to do with it. You vinegar maroons. So you know, it's just it's the usual business from the Democrat from the Democrats and the pukes and the fascists. Hey man, champ, why does anybody need a nine millimeter or or a rifle that can shoot twenty, thirty, forty rounds? 
just get a scorpion that can shoot acid out of its ass. Point that at the bad guy. Point the scorpion's ass at the bad guy. Come on, champ. 210-599-5555. So, because uh, I, I, I have listened to the reporting, and I'm not even really sure the Justice Department is doing, to be honest with you. I'm really not even sure what they're doing. Because they say they want to start dealing with the violence, the gun violence in the cities where the violence is on the uptick. But then they say they're going to do that by focusing on the states around those cities that have least restrict, less restrictive gun laws. Even though we already have laws on the books to prevent things or to at least penalize people for things like robbery, assault with a weapon, murder. You know, we already have those laws. <laughs> So I'm not really sure what they're doing. Maybe you can clear it up for me. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. And then uh, also uh, 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 critical race theory and the Department of Education. I do. I hate everything. I mean, I, I, I have a new perspective on life in a sense that is starting to emerge which is, frankly, as I've been saying all week, my appetite, my capacity to accept bullcrap, either from the world or from myself, is almost non-existent at this point. But I also, when you go through something like that, you also, I think a lot of people, you come out of it thinking, well, you know, it's the simple things in life that really matter. Don't get so upset about stuff. Enjoy living, just being on the planet, you know, and that's really kind of becoming very real for me. Just enjoy being on the planet. Just enjoy being in the world. That in and of itself is a blessing. But as far as just all this crap, yeah, I just, I, I hate it. I hate all of it, Chris. You liberals and you communists. I freaking hate you. I do. I, you're going to set off my, my defibrillator. Because I start thinking about this crap and I get angry. You wouldn't like me, like me when I'm angry. I'm shocking when I'm angry. <laughs> I do, you liberal pukes. You're just trying to do, screw the whole thing up, man. You really are. From gun ownership to voting to everything. You people suck. You just let me just put it to you that way. The left in this country sucks right now. You just do. You're awful human beings. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, it's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. God, you know, the other thing about the president, he's had so much work done on his face. He's got Kenny Rogers eyes. Have you ever noticed that? We, I'm just saying, I don't know if it's because he's nuts Fox News just showed a little bit of video from the, the CNN thing last night. And I just re- it just flashed in my head. The president's got Lee Major's eyes. He's got, he's got the... He's had some major... He's got no eyelids, man. I don't think he ever blinks. He's, he's His skin has been stretched so far across his skull and knotted at the back. I don't think the man can blink anymore. That might be half his problem. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about liberal pukes and how much we can't stand them. And, you know, and the thing, and I got to, I put my kid on a plane last night. She's been out here for a couple of weeks and she lives in Colorado. And God, my kid's a hippie. Ooh, my kid's a hippie. We don't talk politics. She's a hippie. She's a Colorado hippie, man. Chris, she is. She's a, 
turn on the Fox News. She goes, oh, Dad. Came into my room, you know, and there's the Trump Buddha. Oh, Dad. We just don't talk about it. <laughs> but I did tell her last night, I said, well, you know, you understand... I'm not. I'm not Sean Hannity. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm a libertarian in a sense that I just want to be left the hell alone. That's who I am politically. I want to be left alone, man. Stay out of my business. <laughs> just stay away from me. Stay out of my business. Leave me alone. But does she have an under, understanding of where you're coming from? She does, and she knows I'm honest about it. Right. Because that's my thing with hers. And I said, is, is, is I don't care what you believe, as long as you know why you believe, why you what you believe. Right. So as long as you have reasons for why you believe, that's all I care about. And, and equally important is that she understands why you feel the way you yeah. feel. So, yeah, and that, that makes for you know great conversation. Well, but we don't talk politics. <laughs> we just we really don't. But I mean, well, and I think a lot of it. Too, maybe we would have if we lived in this, you know, closer. Or we're around each other more. Well, you don't have a lot of time, and you don't want right. So we don't want to mess it up by talking about right. politics. Plus, my wife talks politics. You know, even when she doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but my wife's a smidge verbose, and she'll just start talking, and she'll she'll react to things she's seeing on the TV. Mm-hmm. And politically, my wife and I are about ninety percent in alignment. She's got a little liberal going there here and there, right? But mostly, she agrees with me, and we, she watches Fox News with me. Mm-hmm. And I could, my wife would start going off, you know, did you hear what Tucker Carlson just said? He just, you know, and and I could just see my daughter going. Mm. <laughs> I love my stepmommy, but they uh, all watch Fox News. Um, <laughs> the kid's a hippie. <laughs> I got a hippie child. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be much worse. Here's Michael. Michael, how you doing? I'm doing good, sir. What about you? Another day in paradise, brother. Another day on planet Earth. Yes, sir. So I, I wanted to calling about a, a story, a few stories, actually, about my friend uh, that he told me. He, he's in the Navy currently, uh, reserved. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying that one thing that really stuck out to him was the fact that the drill sergeants not a single time raised their voices at the recruits. Really? And later That's got to be new. <laughs> Later on, he asked her, um, he asked one of the drill sergeants, and this was like, I think after graduation or something like that, and he said, you know, why is it that uh, y'all aren't, you know, yelling at us anymore? You're not, you know, trying to belittle us or do whatever a, a typical drill sergeant would normally do. And he said, well, we have new orders from commands or something like that saying we are no longer allowed to yell at recruits unless they do something absolutely stupid. Ugh, because it'll make him feel bad? I guess so. Oh, God. Well, this is what we're seeing, and I hear from a lot of military folks, too, some of whom have gotten out or retired, you know, when they could because they just couldn't deal with it anymore, that the whole perspective of the military has changed, uh, you know, with with, essentially with the Biden administration. It started with Obama, uh, and now he's being carried on by by the Biden administration. Which is, you know, we got to make sure people, if they want to wear a spring dress, you know, in the in the trenches, they can do it. If they want to wear earrings, if they, you know, whatever, we got to make sure that individually everybody's needs are met and they got the right pronouns. And so, it really wouldn't shock me if drill sergeants were being told not to yell at recruits, even though yeah. yelling at them. I'm not a military person, but my my dad, and my brother were. 
you know, uh, yelling at a person sometimes really has a positive impact on on who they end up being and how they end up conducting their duties. It's yeah, kind of like yeah, like coaches like, now in sports who get in trouble for yelling at folks on the team, and it's like. And I appreciate the comment. I'm just getting real low on time. It's you know what I mean. It's like this whole anti-yelling thing, because it makes people feel bad. But sometimes you have to make people feel bad, so that they can improve right. their lives. Well, and, and it's not just that. But you know, my my dad was in the military for a long time. Right. Um. And and you know, he was up there when he retired. He was you know, he was up there in rank, and he said that a lot of times, you know, yeah, it is some strange sense of motivation, but also. It's to prepare you in the event that you're captured by the enemy. You know, yeah, right. You, I guess yeah, right. You know, dr- they're going to yell at you. Yeah, making <laughs> you drop and do 25 push-ups is nothing compared to what's going to happen if they, these guys get their hands on right. Them. So you know, in a way, there's that there's that uh, mode of thinking, method of thinking as well. So I got yeah. you know, I I understood that you know, not that he ever hollered at me much, but you know, I understood no, why it was. Sometimes yelling at somebody and getting on their crap, getting yeah. on, you know, getting on their ass. Right. Is the best, most loving thing you can do for them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my brother was in the, the Army Reserves, and I, back when he joined, they had the, they were able to film like segments of their basic training. Right, and he got the and we, I remember we were watching the video, and you could yeah they were yelling at him and insulting him and all kinds of stuff. But the he said the point was the basic training any military branch is they they break you down, they break everybody down to the same level, right, and then they build them up. Together as a right. team, precisely. There you go. And there's, a, I guess, I would. It wouldn't shock me. There's a movement against that sort of thing now, because you certainly see it in high school sports where coaches get in trouble for yeah. being meanie heads. To <laughs> you want to hang out with some of the coaches I had? Back yeah. You know, four oh God. Years ago. God Almighty. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't even like sports. And Coach yeah. Vilwalk. We had this guy named Coach Vilwalk. He was an yeah. ex-Marine. He since passed on. Yeah, guy would yell at you, man. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hasn't every high school had a coach V? Yeah, they. You know, they should. Right. If they don't, right. Now they, got a, that, now they got a coach V. You always have that coach. Different that, V. What's that, that? The one coach who spent a long time in the military. Yeah. You know, and, and and he, you know, like a marine or something. Right. You know, he still has the haircut. <laughs> right, they still you have the haircut. Know. Right, right, right. <laughs> I had one. Coach Thibodeau was mine. <laughs> was he? Oh my God. What was that Beavis and Butthead coach? Kick me in the jimmy. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> what are you looking at, scumbag? <laughs> it's dodgeball, scumbag. You dodge. All right. Um. Well, I. <laughs> look, I. What are the, look, I. I, I... <laughs> Get your ass to dodging, scumbag. Move, stupid. But I mean, one of the most pivotal, mo- pivotal, 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 vinegaroon. One of the most important moments in my life. That one of the best lessons I ever learned in my life, and I've told this story so many times, I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing it, is when I had my first gig in radio, and I was I was the definition of slacker. <laughs> I know this may shock some of you, but no. in the 80s and 90s, I was slacking, man. No. I was. I was a slacking dude, man. And uh, I remember, I, I, I think I told this story a few days ago, where I, my first general manager and on-air partner, actually, was a morning man at the station I worked at, Bill Crisp. And he was one of those old school, really, you know, grumpy ass. Started every day off with a beer. You know, lived on a boat. Had been divorced nine times. Looked like Walter Matthau. Lived on a freaking boat. You know, I mean, he did. Smoked cigarettes like a chimney. And he was very unpleasant. I loved the man. And he, 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 
one I, I was doing the overnights, and he was the general man, and the boss said, and the morning man. And I, I, I wanted, I just, you know, I had a new girlfriend, and I wanted to take her to a Rod Stewart concert. And this is my first radio job full time. I was making two hundred bucks a week, and I asked for the night off. I asked, "Can I have a night off to take my girlfriend to a concert?" And he just looked at me. You know, you know, like the old guys, they just look at you like. You guys can't see this, but you know, you ever have a, like a grumpy ass old guy just look at you it, like you can't cannot comprehend what you are saying, like what, like Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino, <laughs> right? What'd you say? <laughs> and I and I, he got started to give me pushback. I said, "Hey, you know, Bill, I have a life." No. <laughs> His, <laughs> you know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. His precise words, and I'll remember. I want to get them tattooed on my body somewhere. I will remember his precise words for the rest of my life. His precise words were, "F your life." Except he said the word, obviously. Yeah. He said, I got th- 30 guys. I got their tapes right here. They want your stupid little overnight show. You want the night off? I can give it to one of them. Taught me all. I- and it was very unpleasant. He was yelling at me. Right. He scared the crap out of me. I wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned a valuable stinking lesson. Right. You know, and uh, and, and so this whole anti-yelling thing, mm-hmm. sometimes somebody's going to, you know, Yell at your ass, <laughs> you know, make you feel bad about stuff to to you know, uh, help you in some regard. That was that was. Had, I don't know what, what how my career would have gone had that not happened, mm-hmm. because I was the youngest child, and so I didn't really. I was like raised by wolves. I really wasn't raised much. <laughs> many responsibilities or anything. I was your, that guy. Your brothers wore them out. My brothers wore them out, wore my parents out. By the time they got around to me, it's like, ah, eh, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> don't get arrested you know which unfortunately so you know i uh so i really wasn't a very responsible young man and teenager and so i needed to hear that right. and that and that one and it took me a few days mm-hmm. because i was hurt i was buttered i was like oh yell, bill yelled at me right. like my life you know but after i got over that crap and I thought about it. I was like, well, actually, then I got out of radio and I went to work at a, I worked at a, a Wawa store in Delaware for a couple of years. And for every two, all of those years, I was like, the hell was I thinking? You know, so, I mean, it, it really did. And I got back into radio and I took that ethic with me. Right. When I got back in, it's like, wow, every day on the air is a great day. Be thankful for every day you're on the air. You know, uh, don't just do your job. Just do your job, man. Yeah. Do your job. And uh, blank your life, you know, <laughs> so, two one zero. But if look, at, and I'll, I know we're going late, but if if you did that in the workplace now, who he'd have been fired. Yeah, he'd have been fired. Anyway, well, not in this business. Well, no, I'm saying in, in the <laughs> well, maybe, park, maybe not. He'd have his own parking space. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, yeah. in in today's workspace, right? It's a little. You would never yeah. say something like that to anyone. Yeah. Because they'd be marching their ass down to HR and complain about you and get you fired. Mm-hmm. So, two one zero blank your life. Two one zero embrace it. Be it two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSa. And we're back. Newstalk five fifty KTSa. So I'm a little off time right now. A little off kilter. Ty. Ty. Don't worry about it. It's okay. News Talk 550 KTSA. Um, Babylon B 
inspiring U.S. women's soccer team to boycott scoring goals until racism is defeated. U.S. women's soccer team to boycott scoring goals until racism is defeated. Undefeated. <laughs> well, well, you're pulling it off uh, there, Meg. I, you know, I heard Scott Robbins uh, crack me. Well, first off, Scott cracked me up when I first had the heart attack because I, I got a message from him via uh, Van Camp. It's called me a lightweight, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But uh, 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 you know, he was saying that he 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 hopes they lose completely and utterly. Trey was saying the same thing that I hope they, you know, I hope they, because of the the way they are and the way she is, you know, with the un-American stuff that they and disrespecting the flag and the anthem that they lose. I I just I find it poetic, you know, because they did they lost to the Swedes three to zero. To the Swedes, it was Swede. Hmm. They weren't even using a volleyball. They were using a meatball or a, or a soccer ball. They were, using a, they were just kicking around a meatball. <laughs> a very large meatball. No, I, I'm kidding. But uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't care enough about the, you know what I mean? To, for me to even say that I hope that they continue to lose affords the Olympics more interest from me than I, than I have. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of a restaurant that I hate to go to. What's a restaurant that I hate to go to that I never go to? Well, I, I'm just trying to think of one. It's like saying to a, like a restaurant or a store that you never go. Like, I'm never going in Bed Bath & Beyond again. I'm going to boycott them because of uh, some crap they said on their website that was un-American. Well, I never go in there anyway. Right. So it's kind of pointless for me to say, I'm never going there. It's like when all the people that never set, set foot inside of a Chick-fil-A... I'm never going into a Chick-fil-A. Well, you never do anyway. So for me to say I hope they continue to lose is me giving more concern and care for the freaking female, the women's soccer team or lesbian team, whatever the hell they are. More, more. Well, come on. It gives it the U.S. lesbian soccer team in transition. It, it, you know, it, it affords that whole thing more interest that i that i have for it because i don't as beyond being a news story do i think it's poetic that they got their asses kicked yeah maybe i ought to think about soccer a little bit more there meg but beyond that i don't care i don't care about the olympics i don't care it hasn't even begun yet right is this like pre-olympics they have some events that happen before the actual opening ceremonies because there's just there's not enough time to do everything that they want to do so. Oh, so they gotta they gotta stretch it out. But I believe, do some extra I believe they're out of actual metal contention at this point. Oh, oh, the the U.S. Yeah. transition soccer team. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said at all. The U.S. women's <laughs> communist soccer team. They've transitioned from metal contention. <laughs> transitioned out of winning medals. Well done. Well, you know, I mean, to, to me, it's not even that. It was all, you know, a few years back, remember, when they were winning everything and and doing oftentimes what people who have never won before do, which is extreme gloating. Um, <laughs> look at me, look at me, yeah, yeah, it's so great. Jumping up and down, and now, yeah. they, you know, they want more money, and they want more this, and they want more mm. that. It's all well, okay, here you go. But you have to keep winning. You have to still you know? be good. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you have to earn all of this. Right. And sure, you've done all that, but what are you going to do the next time around? It's the tortoise and the purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> See how you are. 
But he's right. <laughs> right. The purple hair, the hair got all arrogant. Right. I can kick his turtle's ass anytime I want. Yeah. So what's a turtle? Turtle keeps running. Turtle keeps walking, man. So it does kind of seem like they lost focus in the 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 being, becoming fame hogs all of a sudden. No, I don't know if she tried to play the game on wearing those big Elton John sunglasses <laughs> that she was so fond of for a while, but because she's a rocket man. Um, I don't know, but it's just it, it's kind of poetic and karmic, karmic in yeah. a sense. See, to me, it's more from an athletic standpoint. Right, well, focus see, you, on you what... ran your mouth and now you lose. Now that's you lose. What, that's what happens. That's right. Right. Well, it's true in, in life. Never start believing your own press kit. There you go. You know, as soon as you start believing your own BS, you're done, man. You lose your focus. Mm-hmm. You purple-haired communist weirdo <laughs> with probably hairy legs. All right, um, two one zero. Well, probably she looks like a chick who's got hairy legs. I don't think so. Looks like a chick who doesn't shave her armpits because <laughs> she's making a point, even though she's blonde, so you wouldn't be able to tell anyway. All right, um, two one zero five three nine fifty five fifty five. Hey, I'm back and I'm alive and I don't care anymore. <laughs> what are you going to say to me, man? Oh, God. I got a car battery hanging off my ass. Right. All right. Uh, 210 Cynthia, hang on. We'll talk to you when we get, next, get back. <laughs> it's Sean on News. Well, you can't see blonde people's, you know, Joe Biden with his legs. All right. Corn pop. <laughs> How come he's ever seen Biden and Megan in the same shot? Two one zero five nine. Could she be his kid? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with Newstalk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Come on, lads, set sail. I know where there's a. Whole cache of vinegaroons. We'll be swimming in vinegaroons. It vinegaroons. It's it, 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 it's a bug that shoots acid out of its butt. It, it should have a more fearful sounding name than vinegaroon. Because that either sounds like something a pirate would say, or it sounds like an appetizer at a Chinese restaurant. I get some crab vinegaroons instead of egg roll. Can I swap that out? Or let's face it, it sounds like a box of Girl Scout cookies. You want to buy some vinegaroons? We're going to New Mexico this summer. Uh, here's Cynthia. Here's Cynthia on News Talk 5 with the KTSA. Hey, Cynthia. Hey. Hey. <laughs> 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 Just want to start with, I enjoy your Show Thank so you. Much. I'm so glad. I'm so I glad. I get to be in the car during your show very often. So when I do, I'm just laughing. All I'm time. glad. I just love it. So I just want to make a comment about. I don't know if you're familiar with Kerrville, but I Kerrville. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I got a lot of friends in Kerrville, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I am an apartment manager of a fairly large complex here, and. Kerrville is growing to the point that so many people are coming from out of state. Mm. I myself came from out of state. I fled the democracy of California myself (laughs) to go to Texas to be in an awesome, awesome Republican-ish place, okay? Mm, Uh, Guns and whatever. I wanted to get the hell out of California and away from those politics. Right. But right now what's happening in Kerrville is that 
it's growing so much. The hospital's growing. The airport's growing. Everything's growing. Yeah. And they're bringing so many liberal pukes, not just from <laughs> California, but from every liberal place. I've heard that. Carvel. And yeah. it is disturbing because it's not bad enough that it happened to Austin, but now it is spreading throughout the state. Mm. And it is very disturbing because I moved here for right. a certain well, reason. Well, it's happening here in San Antonio, too. But, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, the pukes are on the move. You know, and I, I've heard that. I've heard that about Kerrville and the Hill Country in general. That uh, you know, it's horrifying. Oh it's God! Horrifying. And when you say, you know, I, I'm a, I, I use the term afraid loosely. Right. I'm only so afraid. But you know, within your your professional culture, you can only say so much. I can't talk about politics anymore because. You never know. No, right. You can't. You jump down your throat. You, it, it, and that's why, you know, and I, I appreciate the call. Just keep listening because I want to, I'm going to keep commenting on what you're saying. Uh, but I appreciate the call. Um, I, you know, I'm very fortunate in what I do for a living because I can say exactly what I think and exactly the way I want to say it for the most part. I can't cuss. That's about it. Um, but consider this because what she's saying is that, you know, Kerrville is, and I've heard this from several folks is, you know, a lot of, a lot of pukes are moving to Kerrville. In the hill country in general. Uh, and you can't, you know, and, and they bring their politics with them. And in the workplace, you can't, man, you can't talk politics, especially the wrong politics. And I think you know what I mean by that. You might be able to talk about the right politics, but not the wrong politics. I say things on the air every day, and this is a true damn thing. <laughs> and Chris knows where I'm going. I say things on the air every single day that I couldn't say in the hallway. And it's not saying that we're repressive here, nothing like that. No, I mean, we're a big happy family here at KTSA. We certainly are. And certainly we have more freedom to talk smack in the hallways than you do in most workplaces. But there are things that I say to you guys on the air that I could never say to a coworker. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Uh, so I don't know what it would be like to be in what I call, I hate, sorry, the normal world. Because I don't live in the, in the normal world, I I joined the circus 35 years ago, and I, I'm I'm a circus guy. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm showbiz. I'm radio, and that ain't the normal world. But it just isn't. <laughs> but uh, you know, no heavy lifting for the most part. I don't know what I I don't know how I deal with being in a workplace now, just in some other industry or some other occupation. Because you, you got to be so. I would imagine you have to be so stinking careful. As to what you say, what you put on face puke, on social media, you know, especially in the cancel culture where people's lives are being freaking ruined by this stuff. Very quickly, Carol, how you doing? Hi, I'm glad you're back on the air. You have been missed, surely. Thank you. You are such a joy to listen to. And I think from now when I listen to you, I'm going to have to put on some depends because you are, you crack people up. (laughs) And as far as this cancel culture, they need to be canceled out. I agree. I concur. Thank you, Carol. That's going to be the last show. That's going to be the last call of the day. I yeah, the cancel culture is the, they're the ones who need to be canceled right now. Need to cancel the cancel culture. Actually, when I was in the hospital because I was I was on drugs and you know ordering stuff left and right on Amazon, paying for the rocket fuel, got a hat that says "Go ahead, cancel me, make my day." I think I'll start wearing it. All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, my good brother Don Morgan, and, of course, my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.